The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Bonus content. I'll tell you about the letter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So I don't know when it happened and I don't know where it happened, but apparently somebody in my show made a joke that went like this. And I'm quoting from the email, the email that I got as a complaint. And it says something basically like, um, where is the only place a one-legged person can get a job? And the answer to the joke was IHOP. Okay. <laughs> so old Sorry. joke, not original to my I show. I don't even remember it. Yeah. I, and it doesn't sound like a joke I would, I would say, but I, I don't know. I don't know who said it. Actually, I'm trying to find out if the person's not so offended. They've stopped emailing me. But um, no, they wrote in and said that they have a child who is uh, six years old and and has been a double amputee since birth, one leg, one arm, and that she was highly offended at six years old by this uh, joke, and that you know what 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 could I what could I do to help what could I do to help explain this to her. And um, I wrote back and just basically said, you know, just explain it's a joke that it wasn't personal. We don't know them, you know. Sorry. Sorry, my daughter was locked out. Oh, no. Babysitter's in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so your time's up, man. I can let you go. Oh, no, I'm good. I Actually, I, I was wrong about the time because I, I had it in my head that I actually had two and a, two and a half hours, not one and a half hours. So I'm good. Okay. All right. Um. Anyway, so the... Uh, the person had had gotten offended on behalf of the daughter because the way the the mail went was um you know what what job can an i a one person or a one legged person get and he says i hear from the back my daughter screaming uh any job they want and uh it doesn't sound like something a 6 year old would say but you know maybe maybe she did <laughs> so i wrote back you know and told him we you know we don't we don't offend people on purpose that it wasn't personal that it was a joke and um but his hangup seemed to be that we claim to be family friendly yet we would be offensive. And, um, this is something that he, he hasn't been able to let go of because I explained to him family friendly is kind of a broad term. You know, I, <laughs> I, I see it as, you know, we don't swear and we don't talk about sex stuff, but, mm-hmm. but I, I would still say you need to be about 10 years old before you can really handle this, you know, maybe eight to 10. What do you think? Mm. <laughs> what do you think, John? You think an eight-year-old could handle it? Well, my son was eight, and I let him listen. Yeah, so. my kids have been yeah, listening. Yeah, he's nine now, but so uh, 
anyway, he basically came back with uh, some insinuations that it was possible that we were a PG 13 podcast, which I, I don't agree with at all. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's, you Dude, know, that's PG 13, you get one F word. Exactly. Oh, and you, and can, you can show say a butt. SH word all you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, um, how many people let their kids watch the Marvel movies and all of those? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, they're all PG. They're I, all PG 13. So, I mean, um, so his, his main complaint and he's using his daughter through this whole thing saying, uh, she, I can't convince her that you're family friendly. And I'm like, what are you, what are you trying to convince her for? Well, you just, shouldn't well, try to. I yeah, mean, exactly. I, I, I just got the impression that the six-year-old really wasn't even involved, that this is just completely a, a, a very um, offended parent, you know, that's using mm-hmm. the daughter as a, uh, a weapon against me. Well, I had kind of forgotten about it because I had responded to it and, you know, basically said, I don't have any advice for your daughter. But I do have advice for you. Please, you know, make sure that you uh, go through and 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 preview any media, especially new media that you've never heard before, before <laughs> exposing your family to it. Well, everything's fine and dandy um, until I went and checked our show's new P.O. box. And I had two letters. One was from uh, uh, a lady and she had put a donation in there and a little card and everything. It was really uh-huh. nice. And the other one was a letter from this dude. Who took the time to write on a torn half piece of paper? It said, do not talk about amputees or mentally handicapped or overweight people. Well, I belong. I belong in at least one of those categories. (laughs) Currently. Yeah, currently. uh, Sometimes two categories. But uh, I, I wrote him an email and I said, thank you for the letter expressing, you know, telling me basically what I'm allowed to talk and think about. And on my show, um, speaking of which, here is a list of top 10 uh, people who have taken their uh, amputee status and and had a great time with Not it. Mine, but yeah, that one, yeah. You know? And so, uh, anyway, he he wrote back and, and he's basically ticked off and, and he's threatening to go public with it. So that's what I'm doing go right public. now. Yeah. I'm like, go public it it's uh, what's that mean what is that exactly i, I missed part of this is his daughter amputated yeah 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 i missed that part an yeah. arm and a leg she's seven years old in the head. latest email uh she was six in the first email but now she's seven suddenly so i i don't know it may be an elaborate prank uh if so it's not very funny um hmm. if, if it's real it's definitely not funny and um you know it's like quit listening to the dang show why why would yeah. you <laughs> Why would you send it? Well, he claims in the letter that the daughter wrote the letter and it was a lot meaner, but he rewrote it and had forgotten about it. And mm-hmm. he, and he got mad at me. He says, I, I wish you hadn't emailed me and reminded me about it. So I could keep not thinking about it. And I'm like, you stamped it and addressed it and put it in a mailbox. You rewrote it. You know, yeah. it anyway, it's really weird. And so, uh, our, our Patreon supporters, my core people who love us the most, you get to hear the worst thing apparently that I've ever done is accidentally (laughs) offended the parent of a, of an amputee. I just want to say it right here, right now that, uh, we exist to make people laugh, not to, uh, offend people, but some folks are easily offended and they take things personally 
and they don't know that when they hear a voice in their ear, that it's not actually talking just to them. Mm. <laughs> it, it's for everybody. Unless we identify them specifically. So, uh, Ethan, have you ever had a, a hate, any hate mail from Bearmageddon or Axcop? Oh, well, man. I just think that this person who wrote this letter doesn't have a leg to stand on in this whole thing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's, that's why I told him, I'm like, go public, go public. You know, how many, how many times have you seen those videos where somebody's videotaping someone and they're like, I'm going to put this on YouTube and everybody's going to know how mean you are. And it turns out the person that took the video is the one that gets all the hate. Because they were being yeah. such yeah, a rear end. Embarrassing I think that's what this one would end up being. Because uh, though I may have been, a, uh, or something in the show may have been offensive, it was definitely accidental or incidental, I would say. Yeah. Uh, whereas any kind of uh, harassment on his part where he's trying to publicly shame me would definitely be on purpose. And um, yeah. I think our people know me too much, too well. well and, and here's the thing, you, I don't know if you mentioned it just now, but earlier when we were talking before the show, you had mentioned that they were on a family trip and they just found us. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's no relationship, you know, you, you kind of have to spend time listening to people for a little while before you actually have that relationship, so to speak. So, I mean, he just heard that one joke at that one time and it just, you know, and I can understand if I, if I was a parent and I would be hurt for my child as well and you know that's but he doesn't know that we are aren't out to get people or make fun of people or hurt people's feelings especially those who have well yeah i mean how many episodes have we done 272 i think now um there's there's going to be a little something for anybody that wants to get offended but like i said typically when folks get offended it's a very specific comment in the middle of an episode somewhere about a very specific thing that happens to apply to their situation. And so it feels personal, but that's the part that can't be true. It can't be personal because we don't know you. And if, if we did, um, I don't know. I still would be like, dude, take it. Can't take a joke. It was a bad joke. You want me to write back? I'll be happy to use my diplomacy skills. No, it's fine. I'll take the blame. (laughs) In my opinion, over the years, I've had very few folks like this, very few, but there is no consoling them. It just, you keep feeding them and they keep coming back with more whiny stuff and uh, woe is me and and all that kind of junk. So... Yeah, I have like low tolerance for that. People that can't take a joke. It's like... Why yeah. listen to humor if you can't take a joke? And and, and then to go out of your way to like write, write letters, especially for like something like that. He, he must be writing letters like crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then also to raise his daughter to be that bitter about it, like right. She, How she should be teacher to have a sense of humor about it, you know. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah, my mom taught me there, you know, if you laugh, they're laughing with you instead of at you, you know. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, that's how I, I kind of rose up in between 10th and 11th grade is through my humor. I, I wasn't real masculine. I wasn't real, you know, a sports guy or anything like that. And I couldn't fight and I didn't like fighting and I couldn't punch or fight back or whatever. But I found out through my humor, I could, I could stand toe to toe with anybody, you know, with a, with mm-hmm. a turn of phrase, so to speak, I could put somebody in their place. And, uh, it's a strong, it's a strong thing, uh, humor. And, uh, it's a great coping mechanism, but 
I, I, my impression, and and I may take some heat for this more than than anything else, is this: this is a a, a wounded parent who who lives with someone who has a, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 I don't want to. Well, they have a, a special needs child, and they're very sensitive, and they wear it like some sort of badge um, on their heart, on their sleeve, mm-hmm. whatever. And they're always getting offended on behalf of this thing that makes them special and unique. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if that's your, if that's your game, then I hope you got what you needed out of me. Cause I'm done. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, we're not PG 13 by God, not even close. Unless you want me yeah. to start dropping the F bomb once no. a show. No, but I'm, yeah. I, I would feel take care. the only F bomb allowed is this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i made that i made that a long ever. time ago yeah it's a, it's a g-rated f-bomb <laughs> f major boom oh all right musicians over there i feel like yeah <laughs> is that an f i don't even know Could it was an it was an f an actual f so um i have to ask siri <laughs> Thanks, Ethan, uh, for being on with us again. I appreciate it. Yeah, totally. And uh, I was trying to think of a good story of me offending somebody, but I can't think of like a. I know I've gotten them. I got. I did get a letter from Axe Cop TV show when. Oh Bad yeah. Santa says. Uh, Bad Santa says my goal was his his plan is to. Become Sa- become the new Santa and kill Jesus or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we we called Malachi to ask him what would Bad Santa's goal be and like what his plan be and like we use word for word what Malachi said. Yeah, and so well, this person thought that we were like corrupting children by saying that. But, but that's that what every child what is. Bad Santa would do. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Christmas. That's that's what every <laughs> child is taught is that Santa Claus's job and his hope in life, like the good Santa. <laughs> Is mm-hmm. is to replace Jesus? That's so. Especially a bad Santa would want to do that. Yeah. And first of all, that cartoon wasn't intended for children, was it? No. Or it was like kill God and become Jesus. I can't remember what it was. It was something. I think it was, it was that. pretty extreme. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Man. <laughs> How is Nick doing? Better. By the way. Nick Offerman. Yeah. You could see him at all, or. Um. Uh, I mean, every once in a while, like if I need like. Like a, if I need a plug or something, I'll te- text them or something. But like, we don't hang out or anything. Ah. I, I was more wanting to know about Malachi. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah he's like giant. Yeah. Teenager. Yeah, he's high school he's, now. Yeah. He's like oh, 15, 14, 15 now. That's crazy. Wow. It's been almost 10 years. So that is crazy. 2020 is 10 years. Hey, do we need to come back out for an X cop uh, 20 years? I know I would like to do a 10 year reunion. Thing. Dude, that would, would be awesome. That would rock so hard. That would be yeah. pretty cool. He's like a theater kid. He's very outgoing. He's very. He's, he's really big. He's like tall, like, and and big. He's <laughs> 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 rotund. <laughs> does he have like a really awesome sense of humor. Still, I mean, does yeah, he have that imagination that just does he draw? He has that like, but he does have that social, which are my fa- really runs my family quite a bit. But like a social ignorance. Oh. Oh. Where he's going off on joking and it's like nobody finds it funny and he just doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I could I could be at fault for that, like he because he got so much 
attention as a younger uh, kid. Everything he said <laughs> was gold. Well in his young cute, yeah. Perfect for he's a, really into uh, archery. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Well, I'm sorry you didn't offend anybody except for that. I I figured somebody as famous as you, man, you just it pours in just the hate. I'm always amazed. Yeah, I mean, there's little you get little things. Yeah, the worst thing I've gotten recently was when I said something to, uh, I, I said something not negative enough about Comicsgate. I mean, you guys have heard this Comicsgate thing? No. Oh, really? Yeah. In in the comics community, there's this. I don't think they even named themselves that. I think other people named them that, but it's just a group of guys that lean more conservative. It's mainly that they're annoyed with how kind of social justice comics are getting, and so they're all Doug Knapel's part of it. And, but a bunch of them are my friends. I don't want to join it. I don't know. You know I, I, but I also haven't, like, there's this whole vilifying of them that they're, like, evil, and so I posted just that, like, you know, I think Comicscape's a little tribal, and I'm not into it, but I also think the people that are against it are, like, embarrassing themselves with like how over the top they're trying to attack these guys and like yeah holy cow the twitter response i got that day from these anti-comicscape people was insane like i hadn't oh, had yeah. that much twitter action since when axap went viral it was crazy i was getting wow. put on lists i was getting put on lists of like nazi comic creators and stuff like, just for saying that like people were saying that i was like you know i was like alt-right Nazi and all this stuff. And so the, nuts. And my name's still on this list of like <laughs> people that need to be boycotted now because that. Well, Tenable must have been on that thing from a long time ago because. Oh yeah, he, he doesn't care <laughs> what he says, man. He'll just throw yeah. it out there. <laughs> just That's see what sticks. I like about him. I know. <laughs> I wish I was more like that, but. Yeah, me too. I I just don't like offending people. I can't even handle this six-year-old. So how am I gonna? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, i'm curious do you do you think with like doug do you think that he was always like that or he got to a point where he's like i just don't care anymore you know i'm here i am i just don't care or do you think maybe he's been like that point? as long as i've known him um i do i know a friend of his that knew him like in in college and he said he used to be a, a kind of a quiet awkward nerdy guy so i don't know if it at what point he became like that but it is like yeah. it, it's really part of his personality like the funny thing is, like, public Doug is held back, Doug, because I know Doug non-public, too. So, like, mm. he's, you know, uh, he does hold back. <laughs> and it's not that he holds back views that he doesn't share. It's just that he, like, just how he is. He, he talks. He just runs. His, he, which is different, completely different personality than mine. But, like, he doesn't think before he talks. But he also will, like, he'll say what he says and he'll just, he'll defend it. Yeah. Even though it clearly didn't even think it through when he, before he said it, then he'll defend it like, I don't know, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how he does it. I, I don't know how he – well, it's he, he has a gift for not caring, I mean, to a certain point. Yeah, like, there's a detachment there, and I can't – that's what I'm not capable of. It's like I would love to say the things he says, and I could, but I, then I would get all upset that everybody hated it, you know, mm-hmm. and they didn't get my original meaning when they took it wrong. That's when yeah. – or misunderstood is when I would freak out. So and I would be the guy that keeps digging the hole. So I got one more question. I saw a picture of him and Steve Taylor together oh, on man. Facebook and almost lost my crap. Do you know yeah. anything about whatever they're doing? Do they, are they doing something? I think they're friends. I don't know much about Steve Taylor. Oh, oh he's man. a music guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like the eighties and the early nineties. I went to uh, one of his concerts when he had his re resurgence. He was touring with Hocus Pick and Guardian. 
Oh and, man. Uh, huh. I went to That's a college awesome. and saw him play and ended up in the same elevator with him. And That's cool. Okay. He's, yeah, he's friends right? with a few of those guys, like that guy. And then, um, shoot, I'm blanking on his name. I forgot, forgot his name. This other musician that well, he, was, like, he did all the music on the new veggie, new veggie tales. Ah, you should listen to old Steve to Taylor stuff and you will okay. realize he was born at the wrong time. He, he was ahead yeah, yeah. of his time. Um, huh. Cause, cause he, he wrote, uh, he wrote a lot of songs for the newer newsboys, not the ones that are currently newsboys now that they call mm-hmm. themselves that. Um, but yeah, he was a producer and writer for a lot of their crazier songs Yeah, and he found a voice there, but, uh, yeah, he, he, he had silly songs that made these amazing points. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They were and some of them were really satirical, very satirical. And, um, but, I, but I just still had these deep theological awesome. points to them. So you'd probably That's respect cool. that. Yeah. I met the guitar player for Switchfoot through Doug one time. Sweet. Really? He's friends with the Switchfoot guys too. Yeah. John Foreman? I don't know his name. He had like dark eyebrows and kind of his hair was kind of like that. He, he would just dare you to oh, move. Yeah. That was what he would do. <laughs> <laughs> this is home. <laughs> Sorry. Those are Switchfoot songs. All right. There. Oh, okay. I don't know. Switch for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a whole nother topic that uh, I figured maybe you guys like them. So that'd be cool I don't know. I, I, either. I, I just knew that one song, <laughs> Dare You to Move. Uh, when I met my wife, she was her two bands she liked was Switchfoot and Taylor Swift. So oh, hey. I called her whole her musical taste Swiftfoot. Swiftfoot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. I used, I used to like Taylor Swift, but I still, I still <laughs> like her yeah. old stuff. And you, you like Taylor Mills, John. That was your thing. Hey, what do you mean used to? She's still- Parent trap? <laughs> oh, he, he's she talking Pollyanna, buddy. When she was I mean, I was young. a kid when I saw it, okay? So it's not- <laughs> I still I, like I was obsessed with Sarah Pauly uh, from R- Ramona. Remember the TV show Ramona? No. I think you guys are a little bit older than me. Yeah. yeah. It was based on the Beverly Cleary books. There was a, yeah. the books Ramona. I was obsessed with the I'll, books. And I'll then have I to read, check that out. Uh, the TV show, and I tried writing her letters. I had a crush on her. Oh, was too fictional, you wrote a, a <laughs> you wrote out one of your famous ma- yeah. emails. Just it's seven. <laughs> oh, I man. here are reasons we could be together. I love you so yeah. much. That's funny. No, I had a crush on Kelly Kapowski. That was my. Uh, uh, she's ooh. yeah. From Stay by the Bell. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. I didn't know I had that memory. That just popped back in my head. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I had a crush on her too. <laughs> you had to be Kinda crazy did. not to. But uh all right. Uh before we go, what your favorite spice girl? I I, I don't even know if I can name one of them. <laughs> I know there's a bunch of it's like noun spice. Like, yeah. right? it's like yeah, yeah. there's scary spice, like posh spice. They're like the seven baby dwarves. spice, scary spice. Really? Spice? Huh? I think Cher joined the group and she they called Old her Spice and Young Spice. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, sorry. <laughs> All spice right. Tea, spice tea. Vanilla spice. Spice, spice, baby. Right. Yeah, I got no favorite spice girl, sorry. It's okay. Thank you. Uh thank you, Ethan Nicole. You are always welcome on the show anytime, man. All right. Thanks for having me. And I, you know, I, I ordered a new microphone. Oh, for my podcast. Uh, what'd you get? Arriving tomorrow. So what'd you get? What'd you oh get? man, nothing we'll too fancy. I don't have money right now. What is it? It's like a little 
Mike recommended. It was like 50 bucks. Or something. Oh. Well, make sure it was not dynamic, not cardioid. I mean, not, uh, what is it? Dynamic and um, condenser. Condenser. Yeah. Make sure it's not a condenser mic. Okay. Those are supposed to be great for recording, but they are not. If you're not in a real studio, you want a dynamic mic, like an SM58, something like that. This one's dynamic. Yeah. It's an audio technical. Because it doesn't, have, it, they just I'll have. I'll check a, with you la- later when I have money to get like a good mic. Share with you at the end. Well, the one he has was like 50 bucks. This one's 300 and something. Um, okay. But, you know, an SM58 is, is $99 and has been for. I do have this SM58 somewhere on here, but I have to like figure out how to hook it up to my computer. I do. I have like all, because I used to record my computer. But I have all that, like those little. Interfaces. Fire. Fire wire. Fire wire. I don't even yeah. know if you use that anymore. That's old. It's <laughs> awesome. You know, I'm pretty tech foolish. You're tech All right. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, man. Thanks again. All, All right. right. Thanks again. See you guys. Peace. Peace. See you, bud. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.